Hey, Catalyst Crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 70. It's Thursday, so we've got GMF0123 Art on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? I am sweating my ass off. How are you doing? Yeah, same, same. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a sweaty mess. So last night, I'm uh, getting ready getting ready to, to jump into the arms of Morpheus. Oh, okay. And uh, I hear, I thought Superman landed in my front oh, yard. Oh, nice. It was a crash of epic proportions. Oh. And I'm thinking, okay, so either Homelander or Superman or something has landed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Someone crashed. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, what could it be? One and, of the, uh, the the alien spaceships has finally come for right, you. Right, like I got one, you know? Yeah. Like a, that's my lottery yep. ticket. Um, the tree in the front of my house. Yes. Right, yes. Came down, broke my Crazy. fence. Crazy, yeah. Oh, it's a mess. Brutal. Brutal. The city called me a year ago. And yeah. they were like, "Hey, we want to we want to take this yeah, down." And I go, to it. "Yeah, cool." Yeah. Just just feel free. Right. Yeah, you know how how that works. Yeah, they just they put in uh, you know, they Whoops. put in Yep. So uh, yeah, so I'm going to I get the chainsaw coming yeah. tomorrow. I'm going to nice. cut it up. Nice. You know, I told my father about it, yeah. right? And he goes, "Well, it's the city's responsibility." And I was just like <laughs> I'm not going to rely on the city yeah. to do this, yeah, especially good luck with, with that. all the, you know, right. you know, the mugging and all that yeah, bullshit. Exactly. Like I don't have the best confidence mm-hmm. in the city for sure uh what's going on with you aside from uh this f- brutal heat wave yeah yeah somebody said we're gonna put the pumpkin spice on the shelf for a little while just a Bring bit summer more. yeah back. yeah a bit more but yeah it's 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 crazy it's, it's a heat wave of uh you know worse than anything that we've had so far this All summer, summer for, yeah. for some odd reason yeah it's 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 great too because we we're gonna we're going to be at the uh, Granite State Comic Con yep. next week, right? So I'm getting some of the shirts and stuff mm-hmm. ready, and it is sweltering. Yeah. Got my own little sweatshop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you seen anything? I have. I oh. have. Oh, excuse so, me. Yeah, as you know, we're getting we're getting to that Halloween season. Yeah. So more and more horror movies are filtering out for you know, on demand. Listen, what have you know you how we free. feel about cattle, uh, horror movies at cattle. Right, exactly. So there was one that hasn't been on streaming for a very long time. Oh, man. And it's a it's a horror comedy. I do go in for those. By And it was one of the uh, earliest works of one Peter Jackson. Oh, my. And so you know what I'm going to say here. Yes, I do. Michael J. Fox starring in The Frighteners. Oh, I love the Frighteners. I love The Frighteners as well. It's and so good. I, you know, I saw somebody, um, I think it was on Google or something, post, you know, hasn't been on streaming for a very long time, but it's, you know, Peacock is going to be putting out The Frighteners. So I'm like, oh, is it coming in October? Cool. I go on, I look, I'm like, no, it's on now. Oh, that's so, rad. So you got to watch it. Yeah. The Frighteners is just I have such an interesting relationship with that film because my parents wouldn't let me rent it in the video store okay. because of, because of, just because of the cover. Sure. You know, they had like the skull on the front. Yeah. Not realizing it was a horror comedy, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not really scary. It's, no. you know, it has elements, but end of the day, it's a horror comedy. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember seeing it on TV on sci-fi and I was like, 
this is fucking fantastic, yeah. right? And then I found out it was fucking Peter Jackson, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that makes sense. Right, and it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, again, if you if you know who Michael J. Fox is and you've seen his movies, it's not like the majority of his movies, mm-hmm. although he's done these more of these type of movies they're not they're just not as well known as obviously no, back to the future or teen wolf or things like that frighteners is definitely one of those kind of offbeat obscure type mm-hmm. of films you know i think yeah um it's got gary Busey's kid in it yeah yeah he's in it yeah um d wallace yeah uh, d wallace is in it yeah there's who's the who's the love interest ah uh, i it's somebody yeah i can't remember her you name, have um what what's his face the army guy you have uh yeah you have Arlie Ermy uh, yeah you yeah. have uh John Austin yeah I mean just just a ton of people yeah right and and the, it's it's such a good movie that you know a lot of people don't <laughs> you know what it know. is it's like um it's kind of like if like Ghostbusters for adults in a yeah. way. You know, yeah. it's kind of, I guess, the the, the best right. way to phrase and, it. And the thing is, the comedy isn't, like, over-the-top goofy. You know, it's... No, it, it's, there are it's, still some scary moments. Right. But the thing is, it's got a story to it. And what I like about it is it's got, like, multiple plot lines going that yeah. all converge at the end. That's that's a 90s movie. Yeah. Like, that that screams nine like yeah. that's top tier nineties filmmaking. Right. Absolutely it yeah. is. But you know, for anybody listening, if you have not ever seen The Frighteners, please go out of your way and watch it. It is a, a, just a delight of a movie. Yeah, it, the fan, good good watch. Yeah. Good watch on you. It's crazy to me that like uh, a lot of the younger generation doesn't know Michael J. You know, because obviously he has Parkinson's disease right. and he yeah. kind of dipped out much younger than right you know we had exactly hope because he shakes yeah. and the know. thing is you know i think most people know back to the future and obviously would know him from that or at least know the character of which you're speaking he's also uh, the basis for futurama yeah philip fry is basically michael j fox right it's just it's one of these movies that you know if if you are a fan of horror not you Slash know what? I'll say not... something controversial. Yeah. I, I think Frighteners for me would be a much more palatable yearly watch than like a Hocus Pocus oh, for Halloween. I absolutely agree. You know, like I know a lot of people love to do like Hocus Pocus every year. Mm-hmm. I think Frighteners is a far better film. I totally agree. And it's got that kind of spooky, uh, trick or treaty kind of vibe to it, right? It does. It does. It's it's it's, it's a, a Halloween movie. Yeah, it's a good you know, again, depending on age, I guess, you know, family, you know, teens, I would imagine, or preteens, I wouldn't go too young because there is some scary elements to it. But this is a this is a good movie that you can sit and watch and just enjoy and enjoy what it is. You know, it's not it's not made to be, you know, really over the top one way or the other. It's just a Good, enjoyable, satisfying. Yeah, movie. good, good, uh, good on you. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can Thank pull that you. up. Yep, absolutely, I, I, I do love me yeah. some Frighteners. What about, what about you? What you catch? So I watched um, the last voyage of the Demeter. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one. Well, oh, maybe I'm not. No, you are. <laughs> you are. So it's a, it's an hour and fifty minutes. I okay. would say. Okay, and the cinematography is gorgeous yeah like they they nail 
the look, the feel of the ship, nice. the effects are fantastic. Nice. Practical nice. effects yep. mainly. Exactly. The only thing I didn't like was the ending. Okay. And because the whole movie felt like this sort of, you know, I, I, I've called it alien, mm-hmm. right? It's, sure. it's You're stuck on a ship. Right. There's a creature. Mm-hmm. The ending felt like a superhero film. Oh, okay. Like just, you know, the way that they kind of wrapped it all up. It, it almost felt like the last five minutes tonally was a different movie. Mm. Now, that being said, getting there. Yeah. It was very enjoyable. Nice. I liked the way that they did Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, what surprised me about the film is you care about the characters. Sure, that's like good. it's very human. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's really the whole crux of it. I thought it was just going to be your typical slasher kind of fodder, right. where you don't care about you know the people that are getting eaten. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Nice. Yeah. So so highly recommend. Nice. You know, yeah. I, I know it, I it's getting weird one. reviews. Like half of the people really love it. Half of the people think it's garbage. I don't think calling it garbage is fair at all. Yeah. Because I would say uh, the writing is relatively solid, mm-hmm. but the cinematography, you know, the even just the lighting yeah. in certain situations. Like yeah. it, the, the ship is gorgeous. It's just one of those ones where I don't, you know, the people that call it garbage, I don't know what they were expecting it to be. You know what I mean? Like this the, is, you know this what is, is just a, a chapter or a small segment of the novel. Right. It's a, it's, it's just, it's one of those, you know, very niche type of films. Right. Because you're not getting the grandiose Dracula novel in it. Right. You know, you're getting yeah, just. Yeah, you're just getting that piece of the novel. Right. And that was all it was intended to be. And so, you know, as someone that loves film. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this works for me. Good. Because it, you know, that checks off a box. I would right. I, I love to dive into a chapter and turn it in, you know, give me every detail, turn it into a film for me. Yeah. That to me is like a low budget masterpiece. Right. Well, that's one, you know, because again, it's one of the it's one of the things of Dracula that really was never expounded upon. Yes, we've all, you know, we've seen it in the Dracula movies. It's never but been it's a, a big quick, deal. Right. It's just a quick you know, five second thing that they mention. Hey, the the ship comes into port, but none of the none of the crew is there anymore. Right, right? but when and that's you start all they to, really touch upon. You know, when you start to dissect it, right? Mm-hmm. It's the eighteen hundreds. There's no electricity. There's nowhere to go. Right. You know, it truly is. Yeah. A, you know, yeah, you're on the you're on the ocean. You know, miles and miles of just water. You know, there is absolutely nowhere for you to go. There are just such shots you know there's a shot of him like silhouetted Mm -hmm. uh, against the fog and everything and they're terrifying and and every time you catch the glimpse right they do this thing where in some instances he he almost looks pathetic Mm. but then he'll animalistically kind of lash out yeah um another critique before i we move on okay uh I thought they almost made him too animalistic. Mm. Sure. You know? Yeah, well, I think that, you know, again, without having seen it, I would I would imagine the thought here is this isn't Dracula, the charming, you know, count. No, he's trying to stay alive. Right. This is just the beast. 
and all he's doing is feeding from getting from place A to place B. So he's not trying to, you know, convince them of anything, befriend them. He's not trying to win them over in any capacity. He's just there to, to kill and eat. Do you know what it kind of, it's totally different film, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm a huge proponent for The Northman. Yes. I thought it was a fantastic movie that tanked. Right. I feel the same way about this. It's a, it's a great movie that tanked. Yeah. I think sometimes when you have it so specialized that you, you're, not, you're not appealing to a broader audience, but the audience that you do appeal to really love it. And I think, I, you know, we've, we've discussed this in length with like Disney and, and everything. I think movies with a smaller budget like this, mm-hmm. it's okay to do that. Right. It's okay to flex that creative muscle because right. you're not going to lose a billion, you know, $300 billion yeah, or but something. You, but, but you have to, this is the whole thing. If you want to take chances, you've got to keep the budget low to make it less risk. Right. And, you know, the hope is that this is one of those ones where it's going to have a second life to it when it comes on demand. And yeah, I, ho- I hope think, so. Because you know, it's, it's DVD it's and stuff really, like that. It is really good. Yeah, it, I, I, I am definitely looking forward to seeing it. But yeah, no, I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about yeah. that with you because I know we were excited about yep, it, and I got the screener, sure. and nice. I had a, yeah, I had to. Right. Um, I got one more quick. Okay. This was another fantastic one. Oh. The Unbearable Weight of Massive oh. Talent. Another one I've, I've wanted to watch and haven't gotten around to it yet. What it, it, If you had said to me that Nick Cage was going to be one of my favorite actors later in my life, I would have said, you're a fucking liar. Right. I'm all in on Nick Cage. Yeah. I am all in on him. It was such a good... I laughed out loud more than once. Nice. Pedro Pascal was fantastic in it. Good. Nick Cage blew the roof off. Like, it is so funny. It's so good. It's got so much heart. Yeah. And then nice. Renfield. Like, Renfield was great, too. Yeah. He's he's killing it right now. He is. And I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. I think uh, Everybody people... just thinks, like, oh, Nick Cage does all these shitty, like, B-movies. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but, like, he's having a renaissance. Yeah, and I think people think he's a little bit out there oh, you know what i mean and they don't take him serious as an actor anymore yeah you know and and so he gets kind of disregarded in that sense but yet the movies he's putting out are really really solid mandy's great like i you know i can rattle him off right Pig. exactly like he's he's got some like top tier mm-hmm. films right but unbearable weight if you can find that on streaming, it, I don't know where it is. It, yeah, it's on there. I, I uh, you gotta, I gotta watch I gotta, it. I gotta catch it's it. so good. Yeah, it's nice. so good. Okay, I'm gonna make that a, a, on the yeah, watch list. Put that one on yep, there for sure. Uh, all right, let's move on from movies. Um, what else you got for me today? So, I want to talk about comics real quick. Yeah. Miss Marvel came out with a new number one, like the fifth time this yeah, it's comic an, it's has an been easy rebooted. way for them to kind of rebrand and do another number one or right. whatever so because it was selling like shit right yeah it's it always sells like shit except like when it first originally came out yeah the it first sold one was a little okay. bit and then it died and they've tried well, numerous they know what, times it, 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 she's a tricky character right so i'm a, i'm on Villani, the actress who plays miss marvel co-wrote this series 
What the fuck does that mean? The girl who's no, I understand playing Miss Marvel is, is co-writing the comic. What the fuck does that? What? What? She's just she's helping. Like just because story. they were, just so the character is more like her. Is that why she's doing it? Of course it is. Okay. So yeah, because I'm like she no she doesn't know how to write fucking no. comics. So here's the thing, right? Real quick to to summarize, she's a, she she died. She got brought back to life by the X Men who have the power to do that because she has a dormant X gene. Oh my! She's half. So she was always an Inhuman, but now she's half an X Man as well. well because but, you can't use Inhuman in the MCU right. because of its poison. Right. So they're you know obviously they made her a mutant in the MCU, so they're doing the same in the comic, but they're only doing it half. You know, still keeping some of the Inhuman in her as well. The comic sucks. It, it as all Miss Marvel comics do. It's boring. The writing is just absolute cringe. Yeah. And it's going to and it's tanking as you would expect it. But here's the thing, right? Well, who, who is it for? It's for nobody because there are no fans of Miss Marvel, but and 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 to that I want to say this. Iman Vellani, the the girl who plays Miss Marvel in the MCU, seems like she cares about the comic book industry. She's actually a fan, right? Yeah, and that, she that's has all a passion to come across. But here's the problem. She's too young to have any knowledge of anything. Yep. So she's got no she's got a passion without knowledge, without history. So she really doesn't provide anything to the industry because well, the, of right. that. I mean it, it, it's it's such an you know, it's such an established industry. There's mm-hmm. so much lore to these characters right. that the only way you can be an effective partner is if you sit down and you you start to digest it all and you understand, you know, all right, what are the top five arcs that I need to know that would mold this mm-hmm. character? Right. You know, and that goes for any character. Right. You know, like Batman, you have the long Halloween's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just things like that. Right. Like you have to at least at a bare minimum do that kind of work yeah i think she's into the scene sure she just hasn't she's right. young too right. though exactly and and that's my point but the other thing too is right she's 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 had the Mar- miss marvel show on disney plus yeah she's got the comic out now and the marvel movie is you know is going to be coming out in november she's experienced what we've all experienced there is no love for this character. No, nope. there's she. It was the worst ever Disney Plus show. Yeah, it's a comic that's bombing, and it's going to be a movie that probably ends up losing a lot of money. So she's going to come to the realization real quick that she unfortunately is playing a character that has no life to it in the fandom. And if you are actually interested in the fandom. You're gonna. You have to come to realize that this character has no fandom to it, and you're gonna be stuck playing it. I think what'll be interesting is because she's young. If she truly is into this, mm-hmm. she'll find a way to make it work. Sure. She won't get angry like Brie Larson did, because Brie Larson's not into the fandom, right? And she's just mad that people don't fall right. in line, right? Now. If she's into the fandom, even though people don't like Miss Marvel per se, you know, you take it on the chin and you stick around. Right. But I guess I guess what I'm thinking here is, you know, 
as a child, even younger, you know, this being her favorite character, is it only because she saw herself in this character? Yeah, of course. Right? So that being said, because the, that's what the young generation typically do, is they have to see themselves in the character, not the other way around <laughs> right, that I, we I, all do. I, I was going to say, I, I read something recently that said, like, a, a lot of the, you know, it, it goes one one of two ways. Either... When you re- read a, a comic or whatever, either you are like the omnipotent presence that is like watching mm-hmm. or you are the character. Right. Now, I, I go much more omnipotent presence. Like I'm just I'm fucking off to the side watching it all kind of happen. Right. But a lot of people like really put themselves in the role, mm-hmm. which I can't understand. I have too much self-hate to you know, be able to do that. Right. So, you know, the thing is, right, she she saw herself in this character, sure. grew up loving it, yep. now is this character in the MCU, and now in the pages of Marvel Comics as well, but you're going to come, you're going to quickly realize that you don't have a fan base, you'll never have a fan base, and it's not reflective on you. You had no chance of success because they've tried too many times and failed. There's no real success to the character. So my hope is well, right. You can't you can't fix something that was broken to begin with. Right, exactly. So my hope is though that if she truly is a fan, as she claims she is, and she truly loves being a part of the lifestyle, that maybe you think about branching off into another character at some point. If you want to keep doing superhero or comic book related. You know, maybe you have to, you know, maybe, yes, this was your dream, but maybe the dream was just that, right? Maybe that it's not as good. Like, yes, you're you're living out that dream by playing the character and getting to be her. Right, you know, do the best you can. Right, do the best you can. Get a little seasoning on you. Yeah. Learn about some of the other characters. And if you really want to be part of that comic book fandom, Mm -hmm. you know, stick around. You got dealt kind of a shitty hand on it. And and it's just like I said, it's you're you, there's nothing you can do. Like like I honestly do she believe be she charming, cares. She could be the most charming, well liked person in the role, and it still wouldn't work. Right, exactly. So you know, like I said, I I don't think that she's got the chops to be a comic book writer, at least from what we're seeing. Yeah, but. I'll give her kudos for the fact that, you know, she actually cares deeper than the surface level care that most of these actors have for these characters. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think that shows through with some of them, you know. I think uh, Helmsworth cares. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because if he was just collecting the check, we'd be getting another fucking Thor after that nightmare. Right. You know, I think that Robert Downey Jr. cared while he was doing it but i don't think he cared to continue doing it forever he was easily right. able he, to walk if away if he if he truly cared we'd still be having iron man right running exactly so uh before we move off of marvel so agatha mm-hmm. but they changed the name again right this third is the time. third name change and it got pushed to 2024 yeah, something the fall or other. Of 2024 sure. i don't think it's coming out well who wants it yeah, well, that's the whole thing. But but what's what's funnier though, is that Ironheart got pushed indefinitely. No, with Ironheart's no, not coming out. But Ironheart's done. Yeah, that's going to be a Batgirl thing. Yeah, so that's the difference. Like they Agatha probably, isn't dude, even. They probably started. they probably watched like the 
the first episode and they were like, what the fuck have you done? Right. And I think that, you know, I think that some of the powers that be are starting to look at this and I'm like, you know, now, now, what are you that doing? That being said, like the girl they got to play Ironheart and Wakanda Forever was fine sure. for who the character is, but the character sucks. Right. And that's the whole point is, you know, you're releasing, no one's asking for an Agatha Harkness like it was fine to well, have her be that a part was the, of WandaVision. That was the hubris of Feige and Marvel was mm-hmm. that because Endgame was so successful, they thought that every single pro like they're like, Oh Yeah, we people, can do anybody. Right. People just want comic book characters. Right. And it's like as someone that actually likes some of the obscure shit, I'm going like you guys are betting on the wrong horses with yeah. this one. And they're, they're going to be in a lot of trouble with uh, with with trying to get some of these series because, you know, their their series are not doing well. And No, Agatha, I, I mean, what was it, Coven of Chaos before? Yeah. And now it's like Night... It's uh, the, the Darkhold Diaries now. The Darkhold yeah. Diaries. The thing is, the thing is that the... The mar- besides Daredevil, and I don't even know, depending on what you do with Daredevil, because if he's anything like She-Hulk, then forget it. But the the series that you've already put out are better than the ones that are coming, and those all failed. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen to ones that people care even less about? What's if I if I if it was up to me, if they gave me, they said, you know what, this guy's been bitching. Let's give him, let's make him do it. Mm-hmm. I think you release one-offs like werewolf by night if you sure. can do stuff like that just have like a couple here and there mm-hmm. even what if wasn't bad yeah like fun little sort of like you know obscure yeah. kind of titles and stuff you can pad out eventually your marvel lineup without having all of this you know she hulk wandavision and and i you know WandaVision gets a kind of a pass just because of how offbeat it was mm-hmm. for me. But see, She-Hulk should have been great. It could because, have been. Because that character is one that has a big fan base. Yeah, but that that story wasn't about She-Hulk. No, no, no. But that I'm was saying, about just message. But I'm saying that character should have had a gigantic series because the fan base was there for it. Yeah, you get, and yet you and then when you gave us what you gave us, you absolutely destroyed, you know, not only that show but, you know, subsequent shows since then. But that but you had the ability to make a really good show because you had a fan base for the character that would have supported it had you given us an actual She-Hulk show. Well, what I I think what's kind of interesting right now is we're we're starting to see a shift in and this is for the first time ever where obviously the witchers if it gets another season i'd be surprised mm-hmm. but they just came out with that that live action version of one piece right it's great i have yet to see it but i mean i've heard nothing but great things about it because the art style follows the anime the story follows the anime it's so true to the source yeah there's so much heart to it mm-hmm. the last of us killed on hbo yep. because it's true to the source yeah and there's heart to it right exactly exactly and that's what people keep on telling these studios you have to be true to the source material and you have to have a story that is going to be 
depth even, even and, something, and, and care about the fan But even something base. like Mario, which didn't really have a story. Sure, it, had, it doesn't. But it had heart to it. Right. So it's like all of these other... But it had heart and it cared about the fan base that loves but the like Mario all of these, product. You know, like She-Hulk has no heart to it. No, zero heart right. to it. If you look at it, there's no heart to She-Hulk. There's no, no heart to Willow. No, no. But that's what I'm saying. There's no heart to Secret Invasion. That was was so devoid of heart. Right, but but you can get away with a mediocre film if or or show if there's heart to it. Right, right. And and there's not. You you have shitty writing, you have a shitty show with shitty VFX and no heart. Right. It is the most corporatized version of anything. Yeah, exactly. And then and then Oh, by the way, we're going to insult the fans at every step of the way if you if you say anything differently than what we want you to say. So what that's done for me, right, is that any of the any of the people that have got on the speaker and blamed the fans, so the showrunner of She-Hulk, the showrunner of Witcher, if I if their name pops up on something they're attached to, I am out already right no more benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. like that's fine you've ruined properties that i that i love mm-hmm. and you insulted me on top of it so right. i'm good with you yeah no I more support no for more, you no not even a chance right absolutely i to- totally agree with that sentiment and that's 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 kind of a hard sort of standpoint because mm-hmm. you know say what you want about kathleen kennedy even though she's butchered things she's not coming out and going like well it's fans right you know? Yeah. Now, there are others below her that are doing sure, but that, it's, but, but it's it, not She's her. not doing that. No. You know what I mean? So, like, again, I enjoyed Indiana Jones. I'll give her the... I'll I'll watch it. I'll give you a chance. Sure. But I won't... Uh, I won't with a lot of these other... No. You know, showrunners no. and... Exactly. Um, what else you got for me? So, you mentioned uh, in the last podcast about Bethesda. Yeah, Starfield came out on Wednesday. Right. Um, so I started diving into that yeah. a little bit. So a big controversy blew up online, as well. most probably know by <laughs> now, about pronouns as part of the character creation for the game. What's the problem? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm trying to figure out why this set off a certain sect of the internet that was problematic. <laughs> Like, like who? Uh, it was like uh, Nerd Rodic Heels, Babyface, yeah, those you know, kind of guys. Yeah, the the big YouTubers who cover the same stuff that we do. Yeah, right. And and they're losing their mind over it. And I'm and I and I I hear what they're saying and the why of why they're saying it, but I don't follow the reasoning. Still, like if you're just creating a character and you're picking. I want my character to be black, or I want my character to be white, or I want it to be female, or I want it to be male. And you create, you know, what the pronoun is, so you address that character, and then that's it. You created your character, and you go on and you play the game. And that's where the pronoun part of it ends. See, now here's here's what I think is interesting about it all. Because when I created my character and I saw that, I was like, yep. And that was it. It, it, it did not even register with me because I was like, okay, cool. Well, I was like, oh, that's a nice little, you know, feature for immersiveness. Mm-hmm. I was like, good, good on them. Because I knew 
that it wasn't about there wasn't going to be a section about like pronouns. It was just when people refer to you, what what do you want them to refer to you as? Mm-hmm. As pronouns, you know, what they should be. Right. Instead of blowing it out of the proportion and making it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. Getting mad at a character creator because it has pronouns is fucking ridiculous. Well, I just don't I I don't understand like Again, it's this is not. Where, but this is where I split with those guys because, like, sometimes they'll say shit that I agree with. Yeah, a lot of then, times they then, do. But then they take it too far. Right. And it's like the a lot shit, of times they do that too. The shit with the pro, like him blow heels. I know heels was like one of the biggest. Yeah, he lost his mind. Like to get upset about pronouns at a character creation screen is insane. Right, and that's and that's like, the you're thing. You're wrong, bro. Right, it's not. It's not modern day ideology being thrown in your face so you can't escape to a, a place that you don't have to look at the real world for a couple hours while you're playing. It's like it's a one and done thing. Yeah, but like Dr. Disrespect did it too. And, and like it's so crazy to me that it's like, look, if it bothers you, just pick he, her, he, him. Right. Or she, her. Well, you don't just have to pick they them. Right. I mean, again, it's not it's not like you are getting only to pick pronouns that don't, you know, are something that you don't register with. The ones for you are there as well. But why shouldn't they be there for everybody? And, and again, not not crazy ones, not things that are, you know, See, I, but I, here's I'm, the thing. I'm a houseplant. So like, here's the thing. Even if they were crazy ones like Zezer and all that, you know, I'm not saying they're crazy, but even if they were more obscure ones like Zezer or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with it as long as the only reason it's there is so that the dialogue changes in the game. Sure. And that's it. Like you just, right. you know, you pick your pronoun at the beginning and there's never a mention of it again, mm-hmm. except, except, you know, the dialogue would change based on right. your pronoun. I don't care. You, you, yeah. You want to be a houseplant? Be a houseplant. I don't yeah, I care. Guess. I don't care because the, because I agree that people should be allowed to be called whatever they want. I just don't want to hear the message over and over and over again. Right. And so it's like I'm I'm on board with you right. guys. And I thought that was and and when I first tuned in, I thought that was, you know, what we were talking about. I thought we were gonna have. You know, I went to play this game, and it's the message. It's just the message. I can't get away from the message. I wanted to play this new game. I wanted to escape that, and here it is once again, front and center. I can't get away from it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I I, I understand that. Like, right. I wouldn't want that either. And then as you watch it and you find out what it really is, I'm like, wh- what? What? Just in the creation part of it, and then it's only mentioned if dialogue suggest that you need to mention that yeah i i I thought that was such a bullshit reaction yeah that's i thought that was crazy like Like, that is an overreaction like i've never seen before but here's the thing is that if 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 he's reacting to that Mm -hmm. that to me is bigotry like yeah that that to me is like oh you have a problem right right it's not a it's not like i i have a problem with the message being hammered into the ground and, and taking over story but I don't have a problem with pronouns. Right, but here's the thing. If it was if it was only he, him, and she, her, would that have been a problem? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not, I don't know that it's the pronouns, it's the specific pronouns that I believe are the problem, and therefore that would be bigotry. 
Right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it just... To me, I, I can understand where a lot of times where they're coming from, where they sure. where they want, again, like us, they want the story right, and you know, to some, be front sometimes and center. you want a little bit of controversy to get people to tune in. I but get the, that part yeah, of it but too. I mean, like this is this is just bullshit. Yeah, I you think know? that you was should bullshit. be ashamed of that whole. I, th- I whole... think so, I think so too. I I think that that was a, a an egregious overreaction to something that's pretty simplistic yeah and i you know i know we're not overly critical of those guys but i want people to know you know that listen i want them to know that like you know we try to take a very centrist view on topics yeah i mean we like those guys don't get us wrong we're fans because we're doing the same thing and we care about the same things but sometimes you can't you know you can't just say because you know, we do the same things that we're all of hive mind. Right. And I think the other thing with those guys is, you know, for me, I like them until they go overboard. Right. And as do I, as do I, I feel the exact, right. Like, don't get me wrong. I like them. I like them to a point. And when they cross a line, I'm not going to be on board with them. Because it stops making sense. Right. And I think that you've crossed the line into things that are a little bit this is the most egregious i've ever seen it though absolutely and he deserves all the flame he's getting for it absolutely all right you got anything else for today i do i do wow it's you've been on today yeah so ahsoka has dropped four episodes already yeah all right i haven't i haven't caught it yet ahsoka's awful yeah i've heard it's i've heard it's pretty poor poor so you know how sometimes i heard heard ray stevens is really good at it yeah him aside but do you know how sometimes you have an artist, like, example, Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah. Fantastic artist, fantastic writer. Yeah. He can do both. Yeah, yeah. Eric Larson, fantastic artist, can't write for shit. Very Savage true. Dragon is not a good story. Right. Dave Filoni is an artist. Yeah. He has no ability to write. No, he can't. And but or, that, that's why he never made it, you know, up the ranks. Right. So... Dave Filoni can make it look really pretty. Yeah. He can have great battle scenes. Yep. The dialogue is awful. Yeah, it's very juvenile. Very juvenile, very cringe. Yeah. There's times where they're staring at each other for three minutes, it seems, saying nothing but staring. Two women just staring at each other. What he did, though, as well, is, and this is, and and so here's my, before I say this, I've lost the faith that Dave Filoni is a savior of Star Wars. I think Dave Filoni is a one-trick pony that got lucky, and now he's he has, like Kevin Feige, had a vision. That vision was like the Mandalorian well, season one. It could be that he's just, like, he, he can work well in structure. Sure. Because I think the Clone Wars is really good. Yeah, I th- but... Again, that was Lucas, though. Right, but I mean, like, you know, he had the skeleton and the structure, yeah. and then he can fill it out right. a bit. but I think if you had somebody like Lucas to answer to, he could be okay. Right, but, but I think doesn't. now he can't be on his own. Right, and, and I, Ahsoka's Kennedy. showing this. Right, exactly. He's now made it where everybody can use the Force if you just try. Oh, my. Like, you've you've devalued the Force. You're No one's special anymore. Anybody can use it. Well, I mean, like, they always talked about how you could, like, slightly tap into it. Sure. You know, but, like, Maybe. based on your midichlorian count, yeah. you would have more but access to it. But you still it. have to be, there's still, there's still a special group. Some people just can't. 
now everybody can. Like like to the degree of like a Luke? Yeah. So now now Sabine is a Jedi. That's basically. A, basically uh, now just a Jedi because she tapped into the force and now she's she can take a lightsaber shot to the gut and be fine the next day. She can fight she she can fight the 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 Siths and the Inquisitors with lightsabers like she's been doing it, trained by Yoda himself. See, but like the whole thing with with having different characters mm-hmm. was you had Jedi's that you know played a certain role, and bounty hunters and Mandos that played a certain role, and like now everyone's just a Jedi. Yeah, but you know, and the the, the really weird thing is. Both Rosario Dawson and Amelia Clark, when they, when Amelia was in Secret Invasion and now Rosario here, they forgot that their face actually moves. Like they have one expression now in maybe, the entirety of not the series. Used to the, uh, well, I know Emily Clark had a stroke. Yeah, but but, but I know, she had I know more. But Ros- she was more animated in the. Um, but Rosario, maybe it's just the. The prosthetics. Maybe she's just not used to wearing prosthetics. I don't know, but I mean, how she is she sh- as Ahsoka? Terrible. She's not Awful. Ahsoka. No, no, she's not. That's a bummer. She's not. Like she was fine in that clip on uh, in Mando. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. I don't what about find Thrawn? her. Is he good? He hasn't. Shown oh, they up haven't yet. popped up. Okay. But at the end of episode four, right? Yeah. So she's fighting. So Ray Stevens. Um. In her of fighting, she she's on a cliff. They're on a cliff, I should say. Yeah, pretty typical she, Star Wars. She stuff. falls off. As you do. Right. She wakes up and she's in the world between worlds, oh, which wow. is where Ezra Bridger was, where he brought Thrawn, so he can. That was his sacrifice, so that Thrawn wouldn't, you know, yeah, take over the you know rise of the Empire again and come back into power. So she wakes up in the world between worlds. And she, you know, she wakes up, she, she has a voice, looks behind her, Anakin. Really? Christian Hayden himself. Wow. How was that? Good? You know, just like Luke at the end of season two of... Yeah, you know, it hits that hard. But the problem is, I thought you didn't care about these characters anymore, Kathleen Kennedy. I thought Ray was, and Finn, why we keep going to the well with... The George Lucas characters to to pop your ratings. Why are why is every series about George Lucas's characters? I thought they all sucked. I thought you were better than George Lucas. I thought you guys were gonna undo everything he did. But every time your show sucks and you need something to prop it up, here's one of George Lucas's characters coming to save the day. Yeah, it's almost like she knows what will work. Like she knows what would work. Of course. Of course, and so doesn't Filoni. And Filoni knows. No yeah, one gives Filoni, a shit Filoni's, about the prequel listen, series. Filoni's not going to be able to stick up to... Uh, no, people care about the prequels. No. The, no, the, the sequel the series. The sequel series. The prequels they care... Yeah. Everybody now cares about because the sequels made them, like, friggin', you know, cinema gold. Yeah, but I mean, I, the sequel, the prequels were never really that bad. No, I don't think so, but people did, but people have changed their minds since. I thought they so were good. So they had an interaction, though. Well, not really, right? Yeah, because it was World Between the Worlds. Because the next show is the oh, actual... Oh, they were just looking and, at each right, other. And right. It, okay. But she turns around, yeah. and there he is, oh. you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Gear and everything. Gear. Oh, and the show ends with the Vader theme. Really? 
Yes. So chills. Right. Chills for a show that has absolutely sucked up until one the the last minute of episode four. And now episode five is gonna have him in it, so I'm sure that episode is gonna be good. And then you're gonna have three more episodes of absolute shit. Well I mean you are gonna get well, Thrawn right. and Ezra I was gonna Bridger, say this could but we it, don't know if they're gonna be good or not. But it could be the turning point. It right? could be. It could be. But the first the, the first three and a half uh, of uh, shows of this series, I'm, I'm have been not into garbage. Sabine taken. Uh, you know what has killed Qui Gon Jinn, arguably one of the greatest Jedi Masters at all time. Killed Solo and being <laughs> fine. Yeah, I mean, yes, Han Solo fell off the bridge, but he was killed. Yeah, but Qui Gon the didn't. lightsaber. Right, Qui Gon got killed. But right, he took it in the same the spot, same exact spot. But yet, her and Reva have both taken the same shot, and they just walked it off. Nah, I don't know about all that. So, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm less and less of a fan of Filoni every single time he puts something out, but he's smart enough to know how to get the fandom at least interested to come back on board. They're still not coming back, because, you know, the, 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 the ratings came out for the for the first couple episodes, right, and it's the it's the lowest rated. It, it's on pace with Andor, one point two million over the first six days. No one's watching it. No one cares. But then Disney comes out and they're touting it, saying fourteen million fourteen million views, and everybody was like, "Well, where'd you get the data from us? Like, well, you never given data before. What's your metric? Where did it come from? From us." Right. Well, can we see where you came up with that? Because Samba TV, who, you know, has metrics, and we know what those metrics are. They're based almost identical to the Nielsen, and they were, a, you know, not a 100% trusted source, but a, a reliable source. They're saying 1.2 million over six days. We, so how is that comparable? Show me your data. Yeah, it's from us. So it's like... Yeah, but that's like what Amazon was doing with Rings of Power, right, exactly. where they, they would count a watch if you watch the fucking trailer, and they would put the trailer when you logged yeah. in. So it's like, you know, yes, the, the series is not doing well. It's it's failing miserably. Yeah, that's but too bad. You, but you got me. You got yeah, me with oh, that. Yeah. You got me. That's because, I mean, anytime Ahsoka and Anakin are going to interact, it's going to hit you in the gut. Right. And it's just, it's one of those things. But, you know, when you see him and he's there yeah. as Anakin and you then can, you get you the Vader what, theme, it's like, You can oh. tell Hayden Christensen loves that role. He does. He does. And, you know, he got, a, I think, a lot of unnecessary hate. And now people love him again in that role. Like, all of a sudden, people have made a complete 180 on him. And it, and not everybody's going to love the performances from the prequels. <laughs> no, he, but, I mean, you know, he's got he's got his moments where he's a bit flat. But I yeah. would say overall, he nailed the character. Right. But the thing is, he's synonymous with the character now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, you, he, he is as iconic as the helmet. Right. Exactly. And so, you know... It's just one of those things where when I saw Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, it didn't hit. Like, it, it didn't hit me. Like, yes, it's the live-action version, yeah. but eh, eh, it's okay. But that hits. Like, yeah, that when hits. you saw Anakin, that hit. Just like when we saw Luke at the end of Mando Season oh, 2, yeah. that hit. When you saw Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, 
Oh man, that gave me chills. But you know what I mean? Like every one of these, every one of these projects are being propped up by it's really an funny. iconic character. Yeah, it's really funny because if you look at the the overarching kind of series that have come out of this, mm-hmm. there's like every series has three or four great scenes. Even Obi Wan had that scene where Vader ripped the ship down. Mm-hmm. Like there were awesome scenes. Yeah, but. They're all very weak. Yeah. And I will say the, the the other, one of the big things that's plaguing this show is if you didn't watch Rebels. You have no idea what's going on. You have no idea on. what's going yeah. on. Well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see how the bottom half of the yeah. series goes yeah. before I, I make my decision on whether I'm going to watch it. Um, I think with that, let's put this one to bed. Uh, Jim, as always. Yep. Thanks for coming on telling Abs- me how they're ruining Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Um, what's going on, man? Uh, getting ready for uh, Grand State Comic Con. Next week. Next week. Friday ready. to Sunday, yeah. Yeah, making sure we get our stuff ready so that we can have uh, some nice items for everybody to come and purchase. Yeah, you gotta buy them. Right. <laughs> Alright, guys, so that's episode 70 of The Corner. Catalystcrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations and H is the Etsy store. Um, almost done with the coasters, the Mortal yep. Kombat coasters. Yep. Uh, shout out to Dynasty for following us on Absolutely. Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank that's you. Awesome. Uh, Kenny Baum also followed us. So Very appreciate cool. that, man. Um, but what do you guys think? Have you seen the Frighteners or the Last Voyage of the Demeanor? Do you think I'm I'm off on on liking it as much as I did? Uh, do you have an unbearable weight of massive talent? Uh, what are your thoughts on Miss Marvel? Is she going to fizzle out like she did in the comic books, or is something going to happen where they're able to turn this around? Uh, were you upset by the pronouns at Starfield? And have you watched Ahsoka? Uh, do you think it's headed in the, the right direction? Let us know in the comments. All right, crew. Catch you on the next one.